Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and removes two villains from the board for every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us, and should follow us, on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And really the best thing you can do that we beg and implore you to give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you use. Also, uh, we're making a slight shift to our schedule. Uh after some feedback about our scroll episodes kind of interrupting the flow of our um, our rewatches, uh, we're moving them a little bit. We're going to start doing them after a finale of a season of television. So the next scroll episode will be after season five, episode 22 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you've got any ideas of what you want to hear us do, drop us a line at mcurewind at gmail.com. No underscore in that one. Uh, give us some ideas. Yeah, uh, we've got a few, and, but we're running out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we run out very quickly. Uh, we won't run out as quickly as uh, as we were before, so that's nice. Uh, and, ju- and just to be a little little bit more clear, um, we'll do those scroll episodes before starting a new season of a TV show. So if we have like a TV show and then a movie and then a TV show again, it'll be after the movie. Yeah. I don't know why I w- had to say that. It was just... It just Wanted to make sure we all understood this thing that I'm sure you'll all forget because it's like months until we until that happens. Because yeah. after this TV show, we have another TV show. <laughs> yep. And with that, today's TV show is Agents of the Shield, Season 5, Episode 18, All Roads Lead. Dot, dot, dot. Lead where? We'll find out. Yeah, and here's a quick rundown of what happens in this episode. Oh, I'm sorry, Al. I realized why you paused. Original air date, April 20th, 2018. Okay, that sounds so much better. All right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what sounded off. I actually forgot that you didn't say the, the air date. I just, I knew something was weird. And I, like, I knew I wasn't supposed to talk yet. Well, this <laughs> dropped on 420, 2018. So I thought, you know, I should just sound a little off. I'm not high, uh, but I could be. <laughs> okay, that's right. Kind of mess with everyone. All right, here's the rundown. Talbot is now under Hale's mind control, so he gets a gun and walks around the empty base. I guess all the background staff we saw a few weeks ago were taking the weekend off for a Kesha concert or or something. Anyway, he finds some of Robin's future drawings after meeting Robin. She says that she's drawn him and implies that he's the one who destroys the planet. Because of that, Talbot kidnaps Robin. Separately, Fitzsimmons are forced by Ruby and Von Strucker to fix up the Hydra machine. They have to make a decision, either make themselves die now to stop the bad future loop, or fix the machine and maybe let it happen. They start with staying alive. After finding Hale's base of operations, Daisy and May infiltrate it, which means that Hale's people are outnumbered 100 to 2. Hale gives herself up, and they bring Crusher Creel with them too, which is bad because Creel is doing like so much worse now from all that mind stuff with the Gravitonium. Anyway, the two extra voices in his head are constantly arguing. 
Now that they have Hale, she, Daisy, and May go into the faci facility Fitzsimmons are in to get them back and to stop Ruby from becoming the Destroyer of Worlds. Fitzsimmons fix the Hydra machine, so Ruby gets into the chamber and the machine basically starts torturing her. With only 8% of the Gravitonium in her, she comes out and kills Von Strucker. After some back and forth, Ruby and Daisy kind of fight, but then Yo-Yo walks in and just flat out immediately kills Ruby. Which is when things get really weird, because Ruby's body floats up into the sky, a bright light flashes, and then her body falls to the ground. Now Hale is missing. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Um, Kesha? I don't know. I needed something. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I was I going mean, to look obviously. up. Obviously. <laughs> like, Kesha's like, was 2018 her heyday? I feel like it was earlier than that. I don't know. Something made me think about her. I don't know. Okay. Why not? Maybe that was when she started making music again. Because she, she made music and then she stopped. Because yeah. she got screwed over by her record label. And then she started again? I don't know. I don't know anything she's made recently. All right. Well, let's just move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude! You got super speed! I do? You didn't see that coming? I'm going to start by saying that Kesha's <laughs> had an album in 2017, so she may have been on tour. So, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what are your fast facts, Al? I'll go back to mine later. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, good, because I uh, I was going to look up uh, her, her music. Anyway, uh, Tony, this is the last episode that we see Ruby and Alex Von Strucker, too. Dude, uh, no, and also, that's, not, I, that's not an Easter egg. No? Oh, <laughs> no. I, I think it is. I think it is. I don't think it is. Uh, <laughs> I think so. I, th I think this is definitely an Easter egg. You hear this? I'm clicking my pen. I'm marking down number two, unless you have another Easter egg. Uh, no, that one doesn't count. No, no, that doesn't count. Nope. <laughs> what doesn't count? Right. <laughs> this, 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 like, I, I, I have a fast fact. I put that fast fact in. Yep. I think, That's I think it does that count. happens in the plot of the show. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. Yes, in the plot of this show, yes, those two characters die. But the thing that's a fast fact and a bit of an Easter egg, too, is that this is the last time we see these two actors in these roles. So should I just pre-order? <laughs> uh, should I order you a set of Back to the Future for your inevitable third no Easter egg? Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Inevitably, <laughs> it'll happen eventually. All right. But, but this counts. We all know this counts. And listener, if you think that this does count, let us know in a review uh, for our <laughs> podcast, MCU Rewind. If you think it doesn't count, then keep your opinion to yourself. Your wrong, wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's some real Easter eggs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the title, All Roads Lead, dot, dot, dot. Uh, it comes from the phrase, All e Roads Lead to Rome. Uh, originally written by a French theologian, theologian, someone who studies, studies religions, Alain Delisle, but later it was popularized by Chaucer in the Canterbury Tales. So this is a very old phrase. And mm -hmm. I actually looked it up at the time. All roads built in the Western world did lead to Rome. Mm -hmm. But I think this actually for the show, it means like all roads lead to the end of the world from their perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're they're re reliving that that same cycle. Yeah. Uh, we have Talbot uh, referencing The Shining uh, when he says "red rum" uh, after looking at one of Robin's pictures. Uh, Al, have you ever seen The Shining? No, I've seen you... a lot of things about it. Yeah. But... Yeah, you've seen The Shining. I know that. Uh, yep, that's that's probably the the majority of it. Yeah, is that is that what you were going to ask? Like, what do I no, know about? No, oh. I was going to ask you if you knew what red rum means. It's the word murder spelled backwards. Yep. Is yeah. there more to it? No, that's it. Oh, okay, cool. They see they see in the mirror, and it's like he's been saying red rum because in his vision he saw it in the mirror. Oh, there was a burger place I used to go to that I really liked. Yeah, that um, I think it's was called. Ah, oh, man. All right, that's sad. Uh, it's yeah, it was called Murder Burger, and then mm-hmm. they—I don't remember why—but they were told they had to change the name, so they changed it to Red Rum Burger. Yeah, I bet it just meant made people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I guess, yeah. It, All right, you, fine. it was in College Town. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, the because they or had two locations. Oh, yeah, the the yeah the one I went to was in a college town. The other one I don't remember where it was, um, but that was the first one. And I think um, that's the one where they had to change the name. I, and then they opened a second location. I didn't know. Thanks. Maybe the second location still exists. I know the one in Davis closed. Ah, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we finally get a reveal of the name of the mysterious Cree guy. So I can talk about Kovath. <laughs> his name's Kovath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I've been wanting to talk to him, not about his comic book character, because he doesn't have one, but the actor who plays him uh, this is his second role in the MCU. Al, do you know his first role in the MCU? I probably saw it when I was looking characters, like looking up actors. Yeah. And I cannot remember at all. No. Who, who was he? He plays a military liaison to General Ross. Uh, pretty much he's the guy who gives all the details about Blonsky in The Incredible Hulk. Like, he's a Russian. <laughs> he was born in Russia, but he was raised in... Um, England, blah, 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 giving all his exposition. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, but his most famous role, or at least the one he's most recognized for, to me, is he's the guy who gets kicked into a pit in 300. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and finally, we have superhero landing number 138. Ruby landing after using her gravitoni- gravitonium-infused flight. And then she lands in the superhero landing. All right, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you, you're a hero. Like, a for-real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. So, I've got them broken down like this, and you can choose where we start. We've got Fitz Fitz, (laughs) Yo-Yo, Daisy and May, and then Deke, Coulson, and Mac. Who do we want to start with? Let's go with Deke, Coulson, and Mac. All right. So, uh, Deke comes to and starts off asking Mac and Coulson for lady advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As one would. Yeah. I mean, being the only two unmarried men who have names in this 
base. Uh, <laughs> it's logical. Although they're not in the best situations with their significant others or romantic interests. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Uh, does Deke even know that they have a partner potential? I don't, I don't I, know I what bet, to call Colson and May. But Yeah, I don't think he would be know about that. I think he knows about <laughs> uh, Yo-Yo and Mac. They're not okay. hiding it. All right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I, I don't know how long he's been on the base. I don't know how long it's been. Like, it could have been four episodes, four days. Yeah. or But, whatever. like, Yo-Yo and Mac, he also knew them in space. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and, you're right. And Coulson's an, an older guy compared to him, so maybe, like, he probably has experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, trust the wi- wisdom of your elders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, bad choices. Uh, bad options. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. can't talk to anyone else. His grandpa hates him. <laughs> That's true. Also, his grandpa's nowhere nearby. He's he's off on a mission. <laughs> That's true. So mm-hmm. yeah, but so, I, I um, do like that that he uh, he goes with the the traditional uh, point of uh, putting lemon into uh, lemons into Daisy's bed. Uh, one Easter egg I decided not to include, but I found out that. Nowadays, not nowadays. I don't know how long it's been. I don't even know. But uh, uh, do you know what AO3 is? No. Wait, AO3 or A03? Uh, AO3. No, I don't. An archive of our own, which is oh. like a... um, It's a fan fiction database. People put a bunch of fan fiction on there, right? Mm, okay. And, you know, they tag it, trigger warnings, content warnings, stuff like that. Hashtag yeah. Lemons is now one of those based off Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for, like, aspiring, like, tr- trying to seduce somebody or convince them <laughs> to be a romantic <laughs> partner. I like it. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, Tony, yes. uh, Dibs, Dibs, that is that is uh, one of my fast facts for this episode. Uh, too late. We already passed fast facts. And you chose a poor one. <laughs> but I chose one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two, I'm holding up and post a note. You've got two. <laughs> All right. I got to right. white out that somehow on you the other the, side of the country. <laughs> I'll figure it out a way. You're going to fly to Sacramento, break into my house, just to replace it with another one with one on there. And I won't notice. <laughs> yes. That's okay. the goal. Okay. I think Good I think luck. I can pull that off. All right. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so at this time they notice that Talbot has paused the camera on uh like watching Robin's room. So they go and find him. Uh Colson and Mac go track him down as Talbot's trying to kidnap Robin. And Colson actually, I think, does a smart thing for a half a second <laughs> where he tries to use the pr- programming against him saying you must. Co- was it like your compliance will be rewarded? Yeah. Yeah. He he, he tries. Right. Like he knows like, hey, oh, oh, this makes sense. It's a Hydra thing that mm-hmm. they do uh, mind control stuff. Let's see if this works. Right. And it makes sense. Right. Because obviously they're going to build something in to help. Like 
they're, they're going to build a failsafe in, in case yeah. for some reason he does something against them. So, yeah, give it a shot. At least try it. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, Coulson, what? Uh, uh, Talbot almost kills himself. He like pulls the gun on himself because he, he knows he's compromised. And then Coulson convinces him to let uh, Robin go and turn the gun on him, which he knows that's something Shield or Hydra would want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, and then uh, Max slides in and ices him because we see the mm-hmm. blue flash. Uh, again, I don't think May would be happy with this because I oh, think no. Coulson's being reckless again. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he didn't tell her about this. Yeah. <laughs> and neither did Mac yeah. after Coulson told him not to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> tell You can tell everybody except for me and probably Daisy. Yeah. Probably yeah, no she'll one go should go know about it. this. No one should know yeah. about this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. May- just, just keep it to yourself. Maybe Fitz, but that's because no one trusts Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, th- that's this is another moment where... If things had gone differently, it I'm sure it would have changed their future, right? Because yeah. the two things that we know are, you know, in this episode, we find out that, well, it looks like Talbot is the one who destroys the world. And the agents, the Shieldies, need to let Coulson die to mm-hmm. save the world. So I, I'm assuming if he died sooner, that would probably help. Or if Talbot died, or both. Yeah. If something happened to both of them, yeah. I mean, I just had, this just occurred to me that... All this talk about Coulson being reckless right now. And they keep stopping him. And the idea is, at (laughs) one of these moments, they probably shouldn't have stopped him. It could already be too late. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. I mean, we know, obviously, it's going to be the season finale. That's how TV shows work. Yeah. But you're right. To them, uh, they're like, it could be any day. Not just any day in May. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any day where May is present, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. April, okay, I guess. But, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this this takes... <laughs> yes. Well, we're not sure if this takes place in April. I mean, yeah. the fact that we are like relatively sure that uh, Infinity War, which is the next thing we'll be covering, takes place in like late April <laughs> because they usually line up with when they come out. Yeah, that's true. Usually. Although yeah. apparently Endgame takes place in October. What, Halloween, I think is what it was? I don't think it was on Halloween. I think they narrowed it down to October. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, like, Iron Man 3 came out in May, buzzed Christmas-themed, so. Yeah, true. So, uh, anything else for Colson Deacon, uh, Mac? Uh, no. No, that's pretty much everything that happened with them. Uh, I assume because my notes uh, were pretty sparse for them. So (laughs) I've got nothing else to say. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's uh, go up to Fitzsimmons uh, because the Daisy and May stuff kind of bleed into that anyway. Okay. All right. Um, So, yeah, they're fixing the pod, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go through it again. Coulson should, or not Coulson, Fitz should let Simmons (laughs) die, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you think... Well, not do you think... Yeah, do you think they uh, intentionally sabotaged the machine by putting in backwards? Or it was a legitimate mistake? You know, I don't... I I think it was a genuine mistake. Mm-hmm. I would go with that. I mean, they're human, and they're under a lot of stress. 
like in this moment specifically under a lot of stress, but they've also been under a lot of stress for however long since they got back from the future. Plus when they were in the future. Plus so, when they were in the machine. Plus when there were robots taking over. Plus when Ghost Rider was there. So they've been in stress for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that they've had like a week off here and there. But yeah, ever since ever since all of the stuff with Ada in the second pod of season four, like they haven't had any time to to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're. I I legitimately don't think they've had a break since between season one and two, when Simmons went to Hydra and Fitz was recovering from brain damage. <laughs> uh, no, there there were a few things, right? Like uh, there there was the time. In between season three and four, when oh, they, they had to together. rebuild, they were looking for a house together. I was just talking. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. just them. Oh, as characters. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's that. I mean, they they did rebuild. Uh, try to rebuild Shield, mm-hmm. right? So there was. I'm sure there was some time there where they weren't running missions, just doing boring true. paperwork. True. Um. And Fitz was pretty chummy chummy with uh I forgot that guy's name, the, the scientist guy who built Ada. Oh yeah, um Radcliffe. Yeah, Radcliffe. Yeah, it seemed like Fitz would go over and like they would work, but mm-hmm. they would also like grab some watch. beers and watch soccer. Yeah, that yeah. happened a few times, I think. Yeah. So they, they they've had some time, some some downtime. Okay. But oh, but at a minimum, good. once they went into the framework, like it's been every single day since then. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, whether intentional or non-intentional, uh, Ruby and Strucker kind of blame them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they fix it because they're going to kill Simmons and Fitz is a coward. So, uh, yeah. And they try to activate the Gravitonium. And Gravitonium doesn't like listening to people. But so it doesn't they know they don't think it's going to flow, but it is going to flow. Probably because it's got two minds of people inside of it. Yeah, that's true. Is or wait, are the minds in this gravitonium also? So in in this, I think, and also in Crusher Creel. Yes, I. This is just because of what we see with Ruby later. She mm-hmm. he starts hearing the voices as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's now at least this gravitonium. I don't know where there is other gravitonium, but this. Think gravitonium completely contaminated with <clears throat> um, those two guys, mm-hmm. Quinn and uh, Hall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. it starts uh, flowing, and Fitzsimmons are confused, and um, yeah, I kind of want to skip over to Daisy and May and do all their stuff because then they're going bust in on this scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they find the same base. Daisy and May find the base. They're on the Zephyr One. Mm-hmm. I the, the main the main base, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Hale. Yeah, the they use the distress signal the mechs uh, sent out when uh, Daisy killed Ivanov. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this dynamic of the two women in charge and the three guys staying home. You don't see that very often. <laughs> no, it's true. You don't. I mean, these are the the two heavy hitters right these yeah. are the the number one fighters so like mm-hmm. yeah cool send them and they don't need backup mm-hmm. no yeah 
Um, yeah, uh, May, uh, staying in character, she refuses a gun from Daisy, saying if she needs a gun, she'll get one, which has always been true before. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, they... Except for, except for the episode where she said that line the first time, where she found out that she should have taken more guns, right? That's what, what Ward told her, because they got outgunned by people. Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, the oh, first time I think she it was... said that. <laughs> it was like the second or third episode of the series back in season one. Uh, and it was, it was, she says that line. She says, if I need a gun, I'll take one. And then uh, this was where they're, they're going after that 084, that staff that oh. like. Yeah, that's the second episode. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, second episode. Yeah. And so they get surrounded by the local police, military mm-hmm. people. I don't I remember what they were, but uh, yeah. And then Ward says, you should have grabbed more guns. Yeah. I really miss early shield. I know people like did not like it because it wasn't maybe it wasn't as connected or something but mm-hmm. it's like before like the first half of season one i think it's some really quality stuff just because you get to know the characters and i think it's because i like the characters so much now yeah oh yeah no it was uh, th- something there was i kind of want to rewatch some of it because of that slog like i mm-hmm. re- to remember why like I, I do remember when we rewatched those episodes for this podcast i remember Six thinking yeah, God, yes. Uh, I remember thinking, yeah, it's okay. I don't remember it being as much of a slog, but there was some bit of a, a slog. And like, maybe there were just more episodes that were less less entertaining uh, to it. Um, but like, yeah, now they're all like, I mean, ever since season two, every episode mm-hmm. is related to the rest of the season. It's an overarching story and that's it. It's no, yeah. It's no monster of the week kind of style. Yeah. Uh, that's something I really wish they had done was a monster of the week. That's what I thought the show was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of like, uh, Buffy, I think Buffy and angel are like the star versions of this and the X-Files too mm-hmm. is yeah. Have an overarching plot, but maybe half of the episodes are just random adventures that go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of shows do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, back to this episode where we are, May and Daisy. Uh, I think they sneak in really subtly, if you remember. <laughs> That's right, with a a missile or two, uh, mm-hmm. a missile, and then the containment pod flying down the containment pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- I think they could have gone suddenly, but May wanted to get her anger out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she's had some some buildup. I think probably still from that anger stick that is Guardian oh, yeah. anger stick from season yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So she. She wanted to to release all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? I don't know if we talked about this during the eight episodes, but how long is it supposed to be until the anger stick wears off? Like a century? <laughs> um, I think I think uh, I can't remember the guy's name that that is guardian guy. Yeah. Uh, but he said something like 50 years. OK, I think she might be in the clear soon. Because, okay. well, is it her physical body or is her is her mental state? Because she has all the memories of being in Hydra for years, and that's an entire lifetime. Oh, okay. So if you're assuming that she's that's added just late thirties, early forties. I I think she's in her late forties. She's more mature. Okay, so so let's say she's forty five, just to make the math easy. So forty five years plus it's X number years. of years since. The start of this, yeah, four years. Okay, yeah. That, yeah if you count possible. like this was middle of season one, it's probably been about four mm-hmm. years. Okay. Uh 
if it is just mental life, then maybe that's what it is. And but I would assume that there's a mix. Yeah. If there's a time in the future, either end of this season, end of season six, end of season seven, where she decides to settle down ever, maybe it's because her rage stick wore off. Maybe, yeah. Um, I actually have a, another thought. I had a theory about something that happens in the future, but we, I, I'm no, not going to say that until season yeah. seven. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fair. But, yeah, I, I feel like there's an argument to be made that the anger stick is wearing off. That's fair. Yeah, I I could see that. I don't like it, but I could see that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it hasn't worn off yet because she gets her anger out on all these robots and the Hydra people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they bust in, um, the Daisy and May start to kick in butt with minimum quaking, probably because they know Gravitonium's nearby. Mm-hmm, yeah. Gotta be and careful. then, uh, Hale surrenders, because she's afraid of Ruby becoming the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, uh, I mean, she's, like, basically needs to team up with the Shieldies to go stop Ruby, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so, yeah, they kind of bust in. Um, I think at this time, because this is where I wrote the notes, so I assume it's this time, <laughs> that uh, Daisy, like, through their video call with Coulson, Deke, and Mac, kind of tells Coulson to step off when he's telling, giving her advice. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, she, he wants her to be the leader. She's being the leader. She's... I. Not sure she's being the best leader, but neither is Colson. Uh, yeah, that's true. He's he's on his whole death dumb kick. decision mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, do we want to get into the, all the Ruby stuff or wait till the villain section? Uh, let's let's wait until then. I think, which is pretty much like the last fifteen minutes of the episode. But yeah, yeah. Um, anything else for our heroes that we want to talk about? I don't have much for Yo-Yo. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, I mean, I, I have a little bit, but that's all tied in with Ruby. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Then all we're right. done with our heroes. Cool. Let's take a quick ad break. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, what do these three things all have in common? Chocolate, gravitonium, and protein. They're excellent for a shake. Exactly. You cannot consume them in their pure form. 86% dark chocolate? That's just gross. And 100% whey protein? No, thank you. I'll take a soda pop instead. But consuming gravitonium is so difficult, you can't even get an 8% pure chunk. Well, you couldn't until now. Introducing, for the first time ever, the new Gravibar. This is the purest bar of gravitonium for human consumption allowed by law at 98% gravitonium. You, you'll never even consider eating a Cliff Bar again. I know what you're thinking. Gravitonium is such a volatile material. How do they compress it into such a small package, let alone make it consumable by humans? Well, have you ever seen those videos of people putting things into a hydraulic press? 
They basically do that videos. and kind of eyeball when it's ready. Yeah, yeah, great videos. <laughs> They're so much fun. <laughs> Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free sample box before making your purchase. Damn, I thought it was going to be shakes, but no, it's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you were close. You were really close. Yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't even consider a shake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when I when I think of protein, I think of protein powder or yeah. like a steak. But <laughs> mm-hmm. no, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Uh, let's start with Brainwashed Talbot. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I guess he did get upgraded to villain in this episode. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. Uh, he just kind of walks into their armory. Yeah, I mean... Oh, in okay. a world I... with... <laughs> LMDs, robo faces, brainwashing, probably other things. I don't know. Are there shapeshifters? Possibly. There are scrolls. I mean, Coulson knows about <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. He does. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um. Yeah. I mean. So I, I had I had a throwaway line uh, in the uh, description, the rundown of this episode, saying that all of those people that we saw a couple weeks ago. Um, like the the shield yeah. staff they're no longer there it's just the shieldies like so i don't know i guess whoever's supposed to be watching that stuff they're out at the kesha concert or whatever <laughs> i guess so. so i mean you think they'd have pretty strict protocols <laughs> you would think so but shieldies all all of shield it's it's something about her i, I don't know what it is but yeah so yeah, so he takes a, a gun, and uh, Mac notices him looking at security cameras. Uh, this is about the time when he pauses that screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's really good brainwashing because he just falls back into his regular patterns of speech. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I I don't know if this is better or worse than previous brainwashing we've seen by Hydra. <laughs> Well, what do you mean worse, like or better or worse? You mean like I mean, I don't for think the person? I don't th- okay, I don't think it's, is it better or the same as previous? Um, oh, I, I was assuming it's it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, don't think they've I, had that much time to research better ways to do this, especially because their main person who did that research is gone. Yeah, but this is also one of his like protege students, isn't Hale? Like a protege of Whitehall. That's true. Yeah, I guess we don't know how much she learned to to brainwash people at Hydra well, enough school. To, enough to brainwash uh, uh, Talbot like this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So I thought for sure that he killed Robin's mom, but apparently she's still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. So good for her. Yeah. Ooh. Which which would have made sense, right? Like, oh, that's how May would end up with her. But okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he finds some pictures of that Robin drew of him standing over a shattered earth. 
uh which i would interpret of him like he broke a globe somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah this is really proving that even if they stop ruby and destroy that well even if they stop ruby for sure they're still the roads lead to the end of the world mm-hmm. yeah i mean even if they save the world just the big purple aliens go snap half the people away anyway <laughs> that's true yeah yeah oh boy all right. Uh, yeah. And then uh, he I wrote down he kills Robin's mom. He didn't. She's still alive. <laughs> but he tries to take Robin. And then we already talked about them talking him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So there was a point where Talbot almost killed himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Why exactly? Like, what was he? Was it? Or, uh, I, I wrote down like two possible reasons. I'm wondering maybe there's a third. Okay. Is it? He wanted to not work for Hydra, like he hates them that much. Was it that he did not want to destroy the planet? Or was something else? I think a guy like Talbot is not completely believing he would be able to destroy the planet. He's kind of Mm -hmm. like more grounded than actually reality in the MCU needs. (laughs) Because this stuff is that this world is that crazy. But, yeah, I think he's compromised and he can't control it. Kind of like how Bucky felt after uh, being brainwashed by Hydra also. (laughs) Mm, Uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah, he can't trust himself. So he'll never be able to... uh, Yeah, he'll never be able to trust himself. He'll never be able to trust himself with his family, back in the military, anything. So, yeah. Mm, Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. At at any point in time, this could just come back and mm-hmm. he'll kidnap a future seeing child mm-hmm. yep you know how many of those we got running around like at three or four least, yeah i mean <laughs> i'm gonna say at least two i'm sure there's a mutant out there yeah until the future i'm sure there is i can't think of one right now but i'm sure <laughs> there's one yeah yeah okay all right, moving on to Ruby, finally. We've kind mm-hmm. of like done cliffhangers with her twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so um, she she enters the chamber, um, and they do a Steve Rogers. They close the chamber and add this sci-fi thing. First it was Vita Rays, now it's this. <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. And um, Gravitonium, yeah. Yeah, and she starts glitching. Like, they do, like, this weird cutscene thing. Of her uh, glitching out and freaking out, so they shut it down with eight percent, as you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... yeah, and it's—I mean—that eight percent also took a, a a little bit of time too, right? Like she was in there for thirty seconds, a minute. Mm-hmm. It was so, like, to get the full one hundred percent, that's got to be a lot of excruciating pain. Yeah, over time, yeah. For I don't know half an hour or something at least, maybe even longer. God, maybe yeah, even because an hour. gravitonium yeah. seems to be a fluid. So does this stuff? Uh, this stuff bonds with the DNA, right? I have absolutely no idea. Sure, yeah. Let's say yes. Yeah, they they say they say okay. How they explain it is it bonds with the DNA? Oh, cool. I can't remember if Von Strucker said it or maybe Fitz said it or something like that. Hmm. 
but that would like well it's gravitonium so it wouldn't do this but it's like that would make you heavier <laughs> it's like actually adding mass compared to like my theory is uh stark made a similar stark and erskine made a similar thing to uh give uh steve his powers but they infused him with vita rays which who knows what that is but rays are not mass <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Oh, okay. I so I think mean. it would be like, yeah, it'd be painful, but less painful because it's not physically adding something to you. That's true. I mean, then again, gravitonium, if it is physically being added to you, then you're just always using the power of the gravitonium to be lighter. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. But also, this doesn't make sense. So <laughs> I'm fine with it. True. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But with just 8%, uh, she's having trouble controlling her powers because she crushes, obstinately, her closest ally's head. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, she's, like, she's not in control of her powers, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's it was an accident or if it was she was in pain and this was her, like, kind of trying to, you know, like, when you squeeze your hand and you're in pain, oh, yeah. she just did that to him accidentally, right? Uh, or she just decided to kill him. Like that's that's also possible. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know true. much about her. Yeah. True. I think the way she reacts, uh, it was one of the first two options. It was either an accident, much like Rogue in X-Men 1, accidentally killing her boyfriend, or mm-hmm. like Quake, when she first got her powers, was like destroying stuff left and right on accident. Mm-hmm. It's just she has, yeah. No, yeah, she has no way to control it yet. In fact, uh, Daisy tries to talk her down, saying, you need to control your powers. Like, uh, I can help you control your powers. Mm-hmm. Doesn't go well. No, not at all. Because yeah. she just wants to fight Ruby. Ruby just wants to fight Daisy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hale tries to talk her down. Uh, it doesn't go well. So Yo-Yo shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, she just sees Ruby for like a fraction of a second. Says, mm-hmm. oh, no, 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 no. We got to. We, we got to stop this now. And, yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, I feel like I don't need to always bring up D&D, but I like to. She's definitely chaotic good. She's just she's super impulsive. I mean, it works with her powers. Uh, she sees mm-hmm. Ruby and kills her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Slice her throat. Um, and her body starts to float and she lets out this gravitonium wave. Are we to believe that? Now it's been a couple of weeks, days, we don't know how how time works, since those flashes of light that Piper, like, tricked them into uh, um, coming. Oh, uh, yeah, I, the, I would assume a couple of weeks. I think they did say at one point that something had been a few weeks. Yeah, so are we, we saying that so. possibly this light is the light that um, they see in the sky before the end of the world? Maybe did this light because it like where, uh, it left. We know it left the base. They do an outside shot of the base and it, like expanding. So who knows oh, okay. how far it went? Yeah, that's possible. I mean, this base looks like it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, though. Like that. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe maybe whatever light is at the end of the season. Yeah, and we'll see. That's what I'm trying to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it could just be that light. That we saw the first half of this that that Piper led them to like that mm-hmm. yeah. would make sense. 
maybe i guess i don't know because that's a couple weeks if, if yeah, someone that's... said what happened at the end of the world i wouldn't think oh yeah so this thing happened like a month and a half ago i don't know anything about it mm-hmm. and then you know six seven weeks go by and then the world's destroyed yeah. so i yeah. i'm pretty sure it had something to do with that like i have no proof yeah especially in a world <laughs> where all these other things can destroy the world exactly yeah yeah so who well not who knows we will find out if there's another flash of light somewhere in the remaining what three episodes of the season four episodes yeah uh, one do i do four episodes yeah four yeah four episodes after this one mm-hmm. yeah all right so yeah um that's the end of ruby and that's the end of strucker yeah 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 uh i mean one one thing related to this with ruby i i'm convinced that yo-yo or i think that yo-yo is convinced that she just saved the world yeah she she does she says that doesn't mm-hmm. she <laughs> oh that's probably why i wrote that down cool yeah she right. she says uh <laughs> i just saved the world oh okay all right yeah yeah but unfortunately she doesn't know that this episode is called all roads lead dot 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 to rome if the mm-hmm. finale is not in rome i'm gonna be very disappointed yeah i'm gonna be moderately disappointed actually i'll oh, forget we'll about this <laughs> yeah probably that one's more likely yes yeah <laughs> Right. And cool. in the post-credit scene, uh, Halo teleports to Kovas and tells him that they can kill Shield. That's it. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay, sure. She she's angry. You know, she just yeah. lost her daughter. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's fine. Mm. All right. Uh, anything else for our villains? Uh, no, I've got nothing else. All right. Moving on to guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, I got Creel, who's not oh, doing yeah. well. <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about him yeah let's let's talk about him i i had talbot but we moved him to, to yeah. villain for this episode i don't know if we'll leave him there but we'll find out yeah we'll we'll find out where he is next episode mm-hmm. uh yeah so creel uh is still hearing halls and quinn's voices fighting in his head so he turns into cement and starts slamming his head against the cement wall mm-hmm so, that's not yeah it's not a good afternoon for him. That's gonna that's gonna hurt tomorrow. I assume. I don't. I don't actually know. Hmm. I'm actually real concerned because the, if the wall can crack, so can his head because it's also made of the same material. Oh yeah. True. What does that do? When he turns back to human, does he have a giant gash in his head, or does it reseal? Hmm. I don't know. Um. I would assume he is healed. He he like it comes back resealed because. In a couple of weeks ago, or we saw him fighting Ruby. Yeah. Ruby threw the her Xeno weapon at him, and it he like used he it's used the wood. wood he was touching to to like catch or to like it just it went into him right. Yeah. So I'm assuming that if he didn't heal, then he would have some really giant gash and organ damage inside because that went a little deep. So I I assume he's healed. Okay. I will. Accept it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Which maybe he just needs an easy way to heal him. Maybe he just needs to pour more cement into his head. Mm, maybe that one. Okay. Just like the wound in his chest, he just filled with like wood glue and then turned back to himself. <laughs> okay. All right. Either way, 
it's an easy way to fix uh, any kind of cut or scrapes. Okay. All right. That's all I had for guy in the chair. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, I am nothing for 12%. How about yeah, you? Yeah, same here. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how many um let's see because this is out of five how many 20 percents of gravitonium do you give this episode i like this This episode a lot i it's not it's not top tier but i'll give it a four in this episode 80 80 percent but four because it's easier for people to understand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah okay that that makes sense yeah four yeah four out of five instead of 80 out of 100. I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Okay. Um, I think uh, I'm I'm also going to go with, uh, I'm going to go a little bit lower, three and a half, three and a half uh, gravitoniums. Also called, se- also called 70%. Yeah. Yeah. If we were to go with something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if this yes, was so Rotten Tomatoes, if this was Rotten Tomatoes, it would be 100% because we're both reviewers and we're both more positive than negative. Uh, is that is that how Rotten Tomatoes work? Is it just yeah. is it just positive negative? That's it. Yep. A one. That, yeah, oh, that's okay. why Rotten Tomatoes isn't the best. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right. Cool. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Well, join us next time as we shift gears again to cover Avengers: Infinity War Part One. We're watching from the beginning of the movie till about fifty-four minutes in. Uh, that is the start of the film to Thanos leaving nowhere with Gamora. Remember to follow us Twitter. Give us a five-star rating. Tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Tell complete strangers about us. And as always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. I done been around the world, ain't nobody else. That could do it like us with nobody help. When the chips about to fall and I back against the wild, no, it's only one place I call. Wild Rose League home.